Good morning. Welcome to this week's episode of Educational Cave. I'm Greg Spanier. Jim Meyer's here with me. And um, our topic today, class size. Jim, uh, what is your biggest class you've ever had? Do you know? Wow, that was quite a while ago. Um, I believe I had 31 or 32, I think it was. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was a full, full class. 31 or 32 fifth graders at the time. Um, I think that at that time it was for, I was teaching fourth grade. Yeah. Uh, similar for me. I think I had one year I had 31 and it was over, it was over 30 and it was just part of the norm at the time. And we had full classrooms. We had, um, full, full grade level. And it was a, it was a stacked classroom and that was just the way it was. Right. So, um, your most recent class, what was your class size this year? I had, uh, at one point I had 28 kids. Uh, we had one kid that left the district. So for the majority of the school year at 27 fifth graders, okay. um, you know, and as you, as the kids get older, they, uh, just physically, you know, are bigger and, like more space so yeah it was full right right and we were, we were talking last night uh you know somebody in the high school is saying you know in their their classes they're upper uh, 30 over 30 as, as well right now so um we have different numbers and i i should not even tell you what i had this year because it might you know you might come with a, <laughs> a punch over here oh, so, but, yeah well, we had 22s and felt it felt good you know I, i'd have to say that it just felt good and comfortable um very easy numbers to work with um every little different part of the classroom you know with that size it, it's everything's a little bit more manageable well and you know the uh the size of the class physically doesn't change right you know it'd be different if they go oh you're gonna have 30 kids but we're gonna give you a bigger room no, it's, uh, you know, it's fitting uh, more kids in the same space. So that, that changes things. Right. Right. What are, uh, well, let's go. What are some of the things that you see as a disadvantage for larger class sizes? What were some of the problems you had? Well, I, I you know, you, you've, there's a couple things. One, you have, you know, I think just the demographics of a, you know, of a class, um, when you add, more kids, you know, you, you add academic needs, you add social needs, emotional needs. Um, um, and that, that just changes, you know, changes things. You know, you think about if I add six kids in my classes, you know, I probably have a kid in there that really needs to be academically challenged. I have a kid who probably needs a lot of support. I may add a kid who, um, you know, has ADD, you know, ADHD. So I, I, I think that's the challenge is, uh, and uh, all kids are important and need to be treated well, but it's just, uh, that's what it is added to it. So it just, when you, um, you know, divide one teacher by 20 or divide a teacher by 30, uh, obviously that ratio of time that you can spend with a kid, connect with them um, is, is changed. 
I think the other thing that maybe people don't realize is I think there's this um, dynamic of the positive and I don't know if negative energy of what some kids bring to a classroom. And I, I think that's, they change the dynamics of, of a classroom. So it's uh, sometimes can be challenging. I think um, it just seems to me like the kids carry more things with them, you know, more emotional uh, things with them. Uh, you know, and you might call that stress or anxiety. And I, I, it, it seems to me that kids, uh, well, maybe they've never handled that very well, but you can just feel it. It's kind of that unspoken thing in a classroom. You know, it's like the dynamics. It's no different than all the years I've coached, you know, like sometimes the group dynamics of a, a, of a team changes. And even though you do some of the same things, you might do team building and you might do all the things you think that are helping them connect and be together. Um, it just has a different feel, um, you know, and you try to get it moving all in that direction in a positive way, but, um, sometimes that's very challenging. Yeah. Right. Well, there are so many factors to it. Um, and it, I was thinking to my, my largest class, that was a, it was a great class. I had, a, it was, it was just a wonderful group of kids. Um, and I think that matters too. You know, it, it, a couple of kids really can change the whole dynamic, but those kids accepted each other for whatever reason and they worked together really well. Uh, and I, I think, I don't know if it's because they came through that way that that was just the way it was going to be, you know, with that larger class all the way or, um, but they cer certainly were able to function together. Um, and now I think two, I mean, I've had a, a, cu a couple tough classes and like I had small numbers then too, but man, they, it was really a challenge. And I, I, for whatever reason, it can be a couple of students that really make that dynamic different. And I think, you know, there's so many factors, you know, we can say, you know, this class in the high school or this one, but that we, there, there's so many things that we can't compare to each other. You know, the, it's not apples to apples with a class or students or then the teacher. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know, one no teacher doubt. can really screw up a class maybe yeah. that way. <laughs> well, you know, you, you wonder, you know, um, one of the questions, like a lot of, uh, you know, as I wrap up my classroom career, um, one of the questions I always get is like, you know, how are, how are kids different than they were? you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you know, I happen to have my large class size earlier in my career. So I was probably a, a young person with a lot more energy. I just remember them being like loving physical activity, competitive. We probably threw the ball around in the classroom and played games as much as we did other things, you know? So, but they, they, uh, but that positive thing did really help change but yeah, are our kids different than they were um, thirty years ago? And I, I, I think the answer is yes. So that's that's part of it. So you you go, wow, wow. you know, why did you get by with twenty five twenty years ago? I twenty five is different. It's not good or bad. It's just it's just different. Right. Right. So if you could have the optimal 
class size? What would that be? Or what would you what would you recommend to a school board member listening right now well, or superintendent? Uh, they're gonna love What's me. They're gonna love me, aren't they? Well, you know, you'd think um sixteen would be great, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you think of like if you want in a group work in groups of four, you'd have four groups of four partners, eight, you know, eight groups of two. Um I, I just, I think the, the kids need that attention though. That's, that's the thing that's uh, a big need. So uh, yeah, I, you know, that would be great. Right. I know, you know, then the, the, the side of that is, is, oh, where are we going to put them? You know, we need more space. We need, obviously that's more teachers, you know, money. But I, I think we also have to, as a society, step back and just kind of go, what what price are we paying for not having those, you know? Yeah. And I, I think you go all the way back to, you know, the, the extreme of some of the violence that we've seen in schools, you know, and who are those people? I mean, we as, as a society, as a school, we got to step back and go, who were they when they went through school? You know, who were who they connected to? What adult were they connected to? Miss them. Did, did we miss them? You know, and we just need to reflect and be just honest and open with that. And, um, you know, I'm sure if you ask those families, uh, do you think it would be if, if, you know, that is a big factor in class size, do you think we should spend more money? And I'm sure a lot of them would be yes, you know, but there's also just the, you know, what, what things are kids missing socially? What kid? what are they missing academically? You know, uh, I would have to say if I had 16 kids in my class instead of 26, would the kids learn more? I would have to say, yes, I, I, I really honestly believe we would get through more things, you know? Well, in our other episodes, we've talked so much about like relationships and connecting and, you know, yes. I mean, you have so many more opportunities, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, Cause I, you know, I, I'm sure you felt this way. Sometimes kids have left at the end of the day and there's a few kids you just go, I, did I even really talk to that kid or what was my connection with them? And I feel bad, you know, like that's, that's my job, you know, and it's just, um, and, and you always have those kids in class who, um, and the, and they should, but they're, they need your attention. And, and, and when I say need it, not because they're needy in some way, but they just are the ones, Hey, I need help with this and I need help. And they're eager to learn. And, um, so it's easy for you to to get kind of sucked into there and into that time and all of a sudden the day has gone by and you go i hardly talk to that kid this other kid and you just go hmm. yeah you gotta do things differently so we also know that we're not going to be able to get that 16 that number of 16 what what are some outside of the box ways to think about it how can we create these smaller groups that teachers or people can connect with them you know yeah well i think um i think we really need to slow down and you know it's it's interesting uh, there's in so many different ways in my opinion is you know schools really function the same way they did 50 years ago you know you think about the structure the the school day is the same length the you know, we have the same, 
you know, even though it's changed, but the, the number of minutes they spend in a class, um, a lot of that structure, but I mean, you know, you just, uh, think, think outside, think outside the box. What if, uh, you know, I know we have a referendum going on over, you know, this fall, but let's say we did have that recreation center there. Like, uh, what if we had a high interest, um, I don't know. I'm going to throw this out there. What if we taught tennis? How many kids could be in there at one time? Well, yeah. And the thing is, is what, what if some, what if some community members said, I would love to come in and help teach. Could we have, could we have 50, 60 kids in there? And then you're going to say, well, you wanted smaller groups, but I'm talking about if we get enough adults in there and can we get community members maybe that would come in and say, I'd love to teach that for an hour. Well, you take 50, 60, 70 kids out of a building for a period of time, you know, can we get, can we get 16, even for that hour, you know, for an hour to get them in there? Or, uh, we have a beautiful stadium here, you know, like, is there things that we could do there? You know, we've at the elementary, uh, you know, pre COVID and I know you as fourth grade did some of the explore classes, um, where kids got to choose high interest things and, what if, what if we got the, uh, other businesses and people to bring high interest things? I could see high school kids just loving that. Can you imagine? Maybe they could explore a career opportunity, but could we get some kids doing some things that are when they're not in a physical classroom space? And so we could get smaller class sizes. Um, I don't know. I even go to the extreme of does a high schooler need to be, do they need to be in class from. I don't know what time they start, uh, eight, eight, ten to three o'clock. What if, what if they came in and did their core classes and then had, I'm not saying they should go home, but what if they had some of these more explore things or had some work opportunities or business connection or whatever. And another group of kids came in a little later in the day. Well, you just doubled your space, uh, and you'd cut your class size in half, you know? You know, I, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't have the answers, but can what's, we just what's holding us back on that? What's our limitation? I, I think, uh, I think, uh, one change is hard. Um, uh, people fear change, you know, uh, I, I don't know, you know, sometimes we, I think it's easy to fall back into what we've done, you know, and, um, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's some things out there, though. I, I just think it's possible. I think you just signed yourself up for some volunteer. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, <laughs> be careful what you wish for, huh? I, I just, you know, maybe we can make some, you know, make some small changes or, um, well, just, just think if I could find five adults to come in and do explore, like, you know, what, what could we? It's amazing what we could do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and some of these explore things, you know, like if uh, if the explorer is playing soccer, you know, what could I have if I had two adults? Could we have fifty kids out there? Right. Probably, you know, I I don't know, you know, or yeah. whatever it is, you know, football or running track or whatever. Just um, sometimes I think too we forget to tap into the uh, you know our high schools right across the parking lot, you know. Right what uh you know what do they always say you learn a lot more when you teach something than when you're learning it so yeah. 
what if what if uh, the high school kids were teaching some things to some of our kids you know ironically in our explorer classes this spring that we had again we talked to our staff we had zero behavior issues again we have you know that's not that's not a typical day that's not what happens every day but during that time then it's the end of the day yeah you know kids are already starting to maybe have meltdowns or yeah you know but we had zero behavior issues again highly they're, engaged they're highly engaged they're in doing what they want to do you know there's no issues yeah yeah so what does that tell us well and maybe we take it further and teach reading and math through those you know that's the other thing yeah. is have we you know we know how to do it it's just we we have to get away from uh just some of the structures we're in yeah. uh, then, then we can get into the whole uh testing thing too that's another whole topic but you know <laughs> that's another you know episode. sometimes too though that you know it's uh, just reflecting back on your question some you know what are the barriers sometimes the barriers are what we're being judged by you know what uh mcas and you know what's your gpa i don't know i've certainly found a lot of uh kids who have left uh Ricori without the best gpa or the highest mca score and they're doing very well in life so right. you know is that you know i'm not saying it's not uh couldn't be a tool but i think there's other tools as well for sure for sure well, uh, your ideas are great here, Jim. And I, it sounds like you maybe got out too early of this career. You have some ideas yet. Um, so, uh, let's, what, what, uh, as we wrap up this episode, Jim, and, um, and this might be another uh, topic that we come back to with, um, maybe someone that has a little more control over class sizes. Yeah. Let's invite a school board member, uh, um, Someone that makes some of these decisions for us. <laughs> well, and and though even um, you know, if you're fortunate to be on a team within a grade level, like just think like how how could we how could we get our sizes down for you know maybe that's a challenge for a half hour for fifty minutes for an hour you know how could we do it for reading class or whatever that might be, um, or you know, our explore classes, you know, maybe we need more of that. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's just kids are able to sign up for classes that they like, high interest things, you know, whatever it might be, building things, Legos, uh, woodworking, you know. So uh, sometimes we, we just need to stop and think about just our own uh, limitations we put on ourselves and just, uh, get out of that box a little bit so that's kind of my challenge to people is just think how could how could we do that i like it there's things that we can control yeah and we obviously see that there's things that are out of our control um well and don't forget your specialists when you're doing some of these things oh, you, yeah. you know like yeah. yeah how how can there's the different everybody has different talents and musical or we yeah can get the active side of things or art world and yeah everything everything is uh so important to that well you know and even just think about your schedule you know like we're just so oh we have music on monday we have this on tuesday or day one day two could it be different yeah could it be different what if someone could go to music every day what yeah or or explore you, part of their yeah interests or, every day or 
several days a week. Or, you know, obviously they probably need some, you know, time in each of those classes, but maybe there's topics out and the kids can sign up and go to, oh, I want to go to that one. I want to do that one. You know, there's, you know, is there a different way for teachers to get prep? Because this link, if you could send some kids the music, art, phi ed, STEM, and you could have some kids, uh, sounds like uh, we would have pretty small numbers. Yeah. There's other ways we can do this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, to ask for the, before our next episode, what, what do well, you think? Let's, let's find that uh, classroom teachers. Let's find that half hour, 45 minutes where let's think outside the box. Um, let's find a time where we can get kids into smaller groups where we really truly can connect. Um, connecting is so important right now. You know, we always have those, um, how many times have you heard a teacher say like, oh, in the big group, the kids just kind of crazy, but when you get them one-on-one, -on -one, they're so cool and you can talk to them. All right. Well then let's do it. Try something. <laughs> let's find something. Uh, don't have all the answers, lots of crazy ideas that may or may not work, but, uh, let's not be afraid to try and fail and then try again. Yeah. Yeah. Have an open mind to this. I like it, Jim. Thanks for your thoughts today. Good talking to you. Until next time. Thank you.